Hey gals, I'm super excited to have my very best friend, Alexandra, be a part of the podcast with us today. We met many years ago um, before social media. Alex was the very first girl that I had ever met in this trade besides myself. So I'm going to turn it over to her and let her introduce herself to you. Hi guys, my name's Alex. I've been in the trade for 16 years now. And it feels like I've been in the trade since 1936, but that's okay. So, Alex, um, how did you get your start in the industry? I got my start in the industry. I had interest because I I knew um, somebody else did something similar through co-op. So uh, I worked the summer before I went into grade 12 for a co-op just I don't I don't even really remember what I did saying in bumpers and then I went into co-op for that year of uh, high school and then I got a full-time job and that was it now I have two interprovincial licenses (laughs) (laughs) that's so awesome I love that I feel like we have we have similar stories like we both started with co-op yeah the OEAP program was really helpful for any Canadian girls or I guess Ontarians yeah, yeah, and I always think I always think like co-op is a great opportunity if you're a high school student, it's a great way to try it. Like mm-hmm. I don't think if I if I hadn't had that opportunity, I don't know if I would have ever ended up in a body shop. I don't think I would have either. Yeah, yeah, so that was like a really cool experience for me. Um so, what are some roadblocks you've personally encountered on your journey and how did you overcome them? Um I mean, I had ones that were personal. Um, I had ones that were professional. Um, I don't know, like dealing with just people being ugly. And I don't really think that that's like necessarily a sexist thing. It's just that's something that any professional runs into. People being ugly, people trying to get in your way or sabotage your work or what have you. I mean, living with somebody who was like completely not supportive of me really learning much wasn't helpful but I mean now that's a thing of the past so that's been you know I dealt with that he's long gone yeah. so um or just, you know what I mean I'm also like things within myself like I had a bit of a as an understatement bad attitude for a while and that was probably a pretty big hindrance too and then once I wanted to get over that I worked for a string of like really idiot shops like that abusive nerd and Scarborough luckily I was only there six months so but like what are you gonna do yeah for sure I I feel like to remember when you applied when I worked at 427 and you wanted to work there mm-hmm. and you know the whole like hassle that you had to go through is like you had to come and do an unpaid free trial to see if they liked you yeah. and then maybe they'd give you a job like it was really difficult. I don't know if it's like, like that I don't hear about people doing that but when I first got in the trade you'd walk in with a resume and they'd be like what do you want me to do with that like I'll employ you for this week if I like you I'll keep you so you'd have a job for a week not knowing if you were gonna stay right so it's <laughs> like and then sometimes like two days in, they'd be like yeah anyways here's your paperwork sign your paperwork we like you and then sometimes it's just somebody that just needed help for that week to like get some stuff done they're like mm, sorry it's not working out or you know so you, 
it, 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 I don't know. It was like there was a lot of uncertainty. I mean, I, I, I moved around quite a bit, which is, you know, nobody's fault but my own, I suppose. But that's having a resume is just like, okay, like, I don't need you to, I don't need you to use Microsoft Word. I need you to fix this. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, really okay. Seem like it's like that. It seems a lot more like, like corporate structured professional now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's smaller like a different seem more like that. Mm-hmm. And then with Indeed like, and yeah. stuff too, right? Like everything's switched digitally or like LinkedIn or so things are a lot different than they were like 10 years ago. Yeah, five years ago. <laughs> I know it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's a different world. And I, I guess like, I, I don't know, I feel like, you know, we we've been in this trade for so long. It's, it was so different when we wanted to get in a, into a shop it than it is now. right like people are really pushing like equal opportunities Mm -hmm. and like promoting women in trades and like there wasn't really any of that like (laughs) you kind of had to like you were already the (laughs) underdog my high school made it sound like and uh, sorry I coughed because I drank water the wrong way not because I have corona um okay (laughs) (laughs) um it like my high school made it sound like you, you go to university you go to college or you're just a fuck up and it's like, okay, well, I want to go to a trade, but they didn't push trades at all at my high school. Applewood, you did us dirty. You did a lot of people wrong that way. People with lots of degrees <laughs> working at chapters now. It's not good. <laughs> I know. And I know like we've had this conversation before, like both Alex and I have done, you know, speaking events at high schools or for specifically for women looking to get into trades. Like, you know, these girls are lucky. Like we didn't have that at all. Yeah. Like you're absolutely right. It was just like presentations from universities yeah. and like you go to university or else you're a failure. Yeah. That's like, okay. Like I've skipped like 200 classes this year. I'm not getting into university. Please just let me go to work. So. <laughs> True I know trades have definitely come a long way. So what is a common myth about being a woman in this trade or what is the most ridiculous thing that has ever been said to you? (laughs) Um, One of the most ridiculous things I remember is at one of those girls presentations and then every single teacher is like, well, if you get into a trade, it can lead to a management position. It's like, so still you're pushing desk jobs it's like it's so it, it, like to me i'm like this the, this teacher who like she wouldn't they didn't even mean it in a bad way they're just like a product of their environment i guess it's like so you're gonna look at in front of me and treat my job working on the floor what i do as a stepping stone to something better it's like you work at a desk and i make more money than you do because <laughs> you're not she wasn't an old enough teacher to be on the sunshine list you know what I mean? It's like, so let's compare paychecks before you call my job a stepping stone. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, you, so, and I, you stood up and called her out in front of like oh, 400 people. I pulled people. out a chain gun and sawed her in half with it in front of the whole presentation. Like not, not, <laughs> it wasn't that violent. I was just like marvelously passive aggressive about it, but whatever. She deserved it. <laughs> no, that's true. And like, I, I, I totally agree. I feel like there's, you know, if you want to work on the floor and if you want to work with your hands yeah. until you can't, there's absolutely like nothing shameful about that. Yeah, no, there's there's not. And I don't know. 
I've had a bunch of people tell me I'm going to be infertile from the trade, but I don't really think that's a myth as much as like it might be true and it affects men too. But I think that that's just like using my reproductive organs as a way to make me second guess my career is a pretty shitty thing to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. A way to guilt you into a death. Yeah, I'm like, it's not like, what do you care? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you, you might be in for, okay, like, do you care? Yeah, I get. I don't know. I guess just some people think like what we do is like dusty and dirty and it's hard and it's like you you should aspire for like quote unquote better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know. But like I, at the I same time, like look at the shop I'm working at full time right now is like probably one of the cleanest environments in the trade, right? Like your whole time at 427, you spent in a, mm-hmm. in a uh, controlled airflow prep deck, right? Pulling dust away from your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And like and you have also a side note, in your shop now too. I do. I'm getting oh, fancy. Yeah. <laughs> and like we should also side note and mention that, you know, you have you have bounced back and forth. Like you've been an estimator, you've been a painter, you've been a body tech, you've managed a shop. Like you're really well rounded. So it's not just coming from a place where you've only been a technician, right? Yeah, no, no, no. I've done it all. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm done with the floor. I'm going to go into the office now, which I did because I, I, I separated from my ex and I didn't want to work flat rate when I was, my expenses went up, right? Because I moved out on my own. And um, like, so my rent went up by like a couple hundred bucks, like nothing serious. But like, I was like, okay, well, I just want the pay structure of a salary. So I went into the office and I suffered for two years <laughs> doing that in the <laughs> office. And then I was like, all right. And then I went to work for you. And then, and, yes. I, <laughs> and, then I, and then I went back um, to the office, but I was managing a, like a smaller shop, a, a chase shop, right? Worked with tow truck drivers. So it was like totally different from the, the uh, direct repair facilities that I had worked in before. Right. And that was just like, and I, I did parts. I did uh, walk in estimates. I did additionals. I did like, I did the work of like three people and then I just like couldn't take it anymore and then I went to go work and then I went back to like prepping too I didn't even like get a job painting for it to be prestigious and because I I um, went to go work for FAF and I like it a lot there so yeah like talk mm-hmm. a little bit about FAF like you're in such an amazing shop and you work on some like kick-ass cars. yeah well it's like even though things like well things were slowing down before this worldwide <laughs> pandemic put us all in detention but um, it's like things were slowing down. It's like, yeah, well, I'd rather be slow working on 911s and McCann's and like, you know, S8s <laughs> than be slow working on Toyotas, which like, and I'm not being snobby. <laughs> I, I would, I would drive a Toyota. I don't like, I'm, you know, I'm not being snobby and it's all the same. Like prepping one panel is the same as prepping another, you know, paint is paint. But I just, um, I really like high end German cars. So you know what I mean? That's that's my prerogative, right? So I, it's mm-hmm. just it's a really really it it, it keeps it like interesting because there's like I don't know like a like a bright blue M4 and you're like oh yeah and you get to drive around it <laughs> makes you feel like a kid again. <laughs> I know I love like seeing all the cars you work on. It's so cool. Yeah, McLarens. Yeah, I know, super fancy. Mm-hmm. So. Are there any resources that have helped you on your journey that you think the listeners should look into, whether it's like a website, a book, a podcast, YouTube? 
Well, definitely your group, Auto Body Girls, is a really good resource because it's not filled with a bunch of people calling each other names and screaming because they have differing opinions like uh, <laughs> like other groups are. The one, the Collision United group has gotten better. I feel like the moderator has been like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> like, stop <laughs> going so bananas. But like, yeah, it's still hard to post something in there without someone being like, don't you belong in the kitchen or like some yeah. fucking stupid I, shit yeah, that we've heard he, a million times. Yeah, they, yeah, you... I don't know. Sometimes you do, but I think that he'll be like, okay, and like, like he'll make people catch bands for that. Whereas, like, some other groups are just like, I'm not even gonna bother. I'm not even allowed to have an opinion. And so like, go back to the kitchen. Like, it just so happens that I'm a really good cook too, because I'm not useless. Like, I don't know what to say. I can do both. It's really not that difficult. I know, right? Like, it's not. A, it's not. It's not an insult. Like, like, I like what, cooking. God forbid somebody be a career woman. Like. whatever idiots idiots everywhere (laughs) and uh, and another resource is oh yeah for um high school uh girls in ontario is really good so it's the uh, ontario youth apprenticeship program so you acquire your apprenticeship through your co-op position so you have an apprenticeship before you finish high school that's cool yeah so really and then you have somebody to help you do the paperwork and because having to go to the ministry and now with now with the um, with OCOD involved, there's a lot of like you have to go here, but then you have to call here, and then it's just like God, shoot me. So it is <laughs> nice having somebody to help you along the way. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, so I know they always say hindsight is twenty twenty. So what do you wish you had known when you had first started out in this trade? I I wish. I wish I knew not to take people's advice all the time. Like sometimes it comes from a good place and it's helpful, but sometimes people are giving you advice because they don't want to see you do well. So they'll be like, what are you doing? You know, you're supposed to do it this way. And then you'll listen to them and it like completely sets you backwards and then makes you look like an idiot. That happened to me a lot, like, cause I was young and naive. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's like the equivalent of like saying like, oh, I lost this weight. And then somebody finds out that you weigh less than them or something that it's like, oh, well, that's not good. You should really, you know, work on your muscle mass or something instead of just like being like good for you because you made that. You know what I'm saying? That was mm-hmm. a really bad comparison, but that's yeah. the best one I have right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, just take everything. Yeah, with the grain and all yeah like you got to like listen to yourself. Like, when you know better, you know better. Like, listen to people, take stuff into consideration, but don't, don't put all your eggs in that basket. Yeah, don't put all your eggs in that basket and overlook something that you know to be right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, there's also, there's more than one way to do a job. So, oh, for sure. You know, so, it's not necessarily, I don't know. That's, that's the main no. thing I wish I knew. Because yeah, we no, probably no, I... would be a lot further along and a lot better off if I had not done that. But I'm happy. Yeah, I totally get that. I'm happy in I'm... my professional and my personal life, so I can't complain. Took me to where mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, so. I, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, okay, so this one will be a good one. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? <laughs> I don't know, an ultimate punch? <laughs> an, an atomic elbow? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just imagining all the faces you would smash. <laughs> like when I pulled the AC condenser out of that car. 
<laughs> Punched it. When you smash the bumpets. <laughs> yeah. And the welding helmet. Yeah. Oh, superpower. I don't know. Flight. The, no, that's a good one. I, I feel like the ultimate punch is very yeah, you. The atomic elbow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll, go driver. I'll go with that one. All right, all right. Um, what and or who inspires you? Uh, you do. You, do <laughs> you inspire me too. <laughs> you do, for real. Like, I don't know, like you've done so well for yourself you've accomplished so much and it's uh, when you stopped listening to everybody else and working for other people and you did it all on your own and with everybody being you know skeptical myself included a little skeptical because it's such a scary thing right and um yeah like everybody's skeptical or just like waiting to see you fail and you're still here five years later like suck it (laughs) (laughs) like i love watching it and you're always so happy and smiley and positive which i've been like working on since like especially since being with nick because he's he encourages me to be so positive i feel much better but like you you're very inspiring that way Oh, and likewise, and you, I like you. I can definitely see the change. You're, you're so much more positive and and like career focused, and you have accomplished so much. And I feel like we're just these two. Like you're my original like auto body sister. Yeah, right? like yeah, we didn't know the, anyone. There was no the social media. Like you're we fought through one. some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We've been through a lot together, like personally and professionally. Oh my god, Where's I know. I think we. I was twenty when I met you. Like I'm a 20 year old now and I'm like, oh, you're a child, but I would like lived on my own for two years by then. And it's like, I know. And if you're 20, I don't think you're a child. It's just when, when you're 32, you'll look at somebody that's 20 and be like, wow, that's really. <laughs> and did you want to talk about your mom? Yeah, my mom is an inspiration because she worked so hard. She worked so hard for so long, commuting by transit two and a half hours each way like held the whole family together for the you know my whole childhood and now we live together again because it's nice we got a house together and we live together so she's she's inspiring too just to see you know what I mean somebody that's worked so hard to uh enjoy themselves later in life as much as they can is nice she has she's so awesome yeah, and she's like after my dad died she became like a real warrior so yeah <laughs> she hand- totally is. yeah she's really good Mm-hmm. she's she's amazing and she loves you so much i know <laughs> she called me <laughs> she called me from her unit this morning so i was like hey do you need something she's like nope just called to say i love you and i was like oh my oh, god, oh my god. <laughs> so you're <good>. her miracle <laughs> mistake <laughs> she gets so bad when you say that i was an accident <laughs> she calls you your miracle <laughs> oh where are we now okay what advice would you give to someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours uh keep your head down work don't do it for attention because that won't last long the the hardness of the work will outlive any sort of satisfaction you get from the attention so go find your attention somewhere else if that's your (laughs) goal um very true and uh just work really hard don't um don't half-ass stuff you know and uh and and study study things in your spare time that may help you along the way be it repair 
diagrams of mm-hmm. that the word escapes me procedure or you know what I mean <laughs> things like yeah things that'll help you yeah. in your way maybe like books on the subject like or anything but then also it's like it, you, you have to develop your own hand and the only way you can do that is is time so they call it a skilled trade for a reason right like it gets really hard, yes. especially a couple of years in but you got to Nobody's going to give you your hand at painting or give you your hand at, you know, filler work or whatever. So you have to really put in the hours and just believe in yourself and be patient. Yes, for sure. And I I know like you and I have talked about this on like several occasions where it's like, you know, you see someone ready to give up on the trade that's only a couple of years in that it's like, you know, you just got to like push through it, right? Like it gets better. Yeah, I wanted to put a hole in my brain. I never wanted oh my to God, give up too, in the beginning. Yeah. Giving up was never a consideration though, but it was, yeah, it was tough. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But yeah, you just got to kind of push through it and it gets better for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. What is a favorite quote of yours and why? Oh, a quote. <laughs> or a saying or anything or. I was thinking about my dad when he was still alive saying, you're not going to be pretty forever. So you're, it's a good thing. You have a personality. (laughs) (laughs) I could just picture him saying that. He was like, it's a good thing. You have a personality because nobody can take that from you. He's like, he's like, God, God will take your looks when you're old like me, but he can't take your personality. I was thinking about that the other day. It's like, Oh dad. (laughs) (laughs) And you do have a fantastic personality. So relevant. (laughs) Oh my god, that's great. I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I know what your answer is going to be for this one, so it's funny to me, but what are your hobbies and what do you like to do for fun? Um, so I have my plants. <laughs> I, have my plant. I have a vegetable patch I tend to. I have a veggie patch. I have well, I'm I know. a bunch of raised vegetable boxes, or sorry, planters, raised planters to grow my veggies in, and I already started sowing seeds. Because everybody, everybody makes fun of the doomsday prepper till you run out of tomatoes, right? (laughs) I need, I need you to teach me how to make um, pickles. I want to make pickles. Oh, come over! I love pickling stuff. I'm gonna pickle yes jalapenos this year. Yes, Yes. yes, so yes, yes, jarring. I'm a member of the jarring community as well. I like that. I've, I've like, (laughs) since I like cut back on my uh, drinking, I've developed some really (laughs) weird hobbies, and I have house plants. (laughs) they're plants yeah Yeah, I have house plants a lot of them because they're good like if there's something wrong with them you you it it can't tell you you just have to keep and and you have nobody to blame but yourself right so it like takes your ego away so you fix its environment until it's better and then you learn right so that's what I like about them and I model for a hobby I haven't done it quite as much but I like it and that's another thing I, I work with um female photographers and there's there's a lot of them out there, and I'm sure they they run into their own fair share of um, misogyny, so to speak, on, on in, in oh their God. journeys. Yeah, but they're very very talented, yeah. and I'm very happy that I get to work with them. And like and like my dad, my father was a photographer, and I will still say like a lot of guys are creeps, so I don't really want to work with somebody unless <laughs> I know them. Like the guy that helped um, Andrea shoot my wedding, I work with him. He was great, but I know him. So, right. like, I don't, you know, I just, 
So I, it's just, I don't have time. I'm just, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't want to break somebody's nose. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> you don't want like the superpower of punching someone in the face right then. You think, yeah, that would come in handy then. See? <laughs> right? <laughs> Put somebody in the face. <laughs> and your dogs, Tama and Gretch, you just got a new puppy. Yeah, he's sitting with me on his little bed, chewing on his foot right now. Oh he's, God, he's so the cute. cutest dog in the universe. And Tama is the most difficult dog in the universe but still my baby so it's okay <laughs> oh, i love them both so much <laughs> wait till you see scratch he's bigger than tama now i know i've been looking at his pictures he's grown so much it's crazy yeah <laughs> um so what is one product or tool that you absolutely love and couldn't live without on my like day to day i really like my Chicago pneumatic sander it has such a small offset on it that it's like like it it, it uh, the bearing blew out of it and I rebuilt it rather than just get a new sander because I like it too much and then <laughs> I have um I have two they're real old real beat up guns but I keep them clean and I use them for like because I'm prepping right like painting is a different story even though the one can be used as a clear gun it's a really good clear gun if you want to use it so i have um uh w400 iwata and i use it for like different things i take it apart and clean it in between and it's just like i don't know it's just such a reliable such a good gun and i have an old devilbus plus that like on the prep floor it's just like you know what i mean i don't my dog is eating my laundry basket one second stop it <laughs> <laughs> um it's just like it's a it, it's a gun that like just likes to be abused and like and on I, I, in a production environment like i don't take time to like be gentle with things or put everything back where it belongs like i'll throw sandpaper on the ground my cart is a disaster like but then in between <laughs> jobs i go in like you know i'm a tidy person in between yes jobs, you are I try and like clean up so it's like a gun that you don't have to be like, ooh, and like tuck it back into bed, which like mm. is a different story when like you're painting production. I guess that's a bit of a cleaner environment too, right? Right. So right. Those are those are the two things that I don't have to worry about, and I can just keep going. Like I got a paycheck to make, you know. I don't stop. Mm -hmm. So for sure, awesome. And lastly, um, so where can anyone listening to this connect with you on Facebook, Instagram? On Instagram, my, my, um, what's the word? Handle is, handle, handle is uh, hello naughty. Proper spelling. And that's me and Hillary's nickname for each other since we met. So like, <laughs> I don't think I've called, I don't think I've called you. Hillary ever that's just weird. I, don't, I know I don't think I've called you Alex ever you were yeah. just my naughty yeah weird <laughs> so that's where that came from and your Facebook on Facebook but I'm I don't know I'm not so good at like responding to friend requests but I'll try that's where I got all my plant and vegetable patch information yeah. my, from my groups <laughs> so definitely connect with her on Instagram because yeah. you have 
a good you have a really awesome mix of you know your work photos when you're like in the shop and hustling and then you kind of have separate like your modeling photos which are also really fucking amazing so yeah you know definitely have, check like, out weird Alex personal stuff and... i have my dogs and stuff on there so yeah no, i don't have yeah i don't have fantastic. separate accounts i just throw it all onto one because i'm i'm a mess and i'm not professional so <laughs> no it's great alex's page is definitely entertaining find her follow her reach out if you have any questions about painting or auto body like she's been in this trade for god how long like 16 years now yeah 16 15 16 years she's an old veteran so definitely hit her up she's always down to answer questions or you know she's a great mentor um if you have any advice or look if you're looking for advice about how to get started definitely reach out yeah i'll do my best to help <laughs> you always that's, do that's all i that's all i can offer is if you need <laughs> advice i'll give you Whatever I have to offer, it might be none, it might be lots. Who knows? <laughs> you never know what you'll get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Alex, for being a part of this. This was amazing. And I hope that anyone listening could get some good advice or definitely 